Welcome to the Money Rules Podcast, where we tackle your personal financial matters with leading financial advisors. Your host, Weidumelon Zorko. Retirement planning isn't merely about amassing a nest egg. It's about strategically utilizing those hard-earned funds to sustain a comfortable lifestyle while safeguarding against unforeseen financial hurdles. For some, minimizing their income tax liabilities during retirement might be seen as a way to achieve this. But should this be the most crucial consideration, and what are the potential pitfalls of fixating solely on this aspect? Craig Tor, who is a certified financial planner at Crew Invest, joins us on this episode to help us navigate this issue. Welcome, Craig. Thank you, Tumi. Lovely to be on the show with you. Many people prioritize saving on income tax during retirement. Do you believe this is the most crucial consideration when planning for your retirement? Look, it is an important consideration. There's no question about that. But one has to have a a total uh, look at the total source of income and what the consequences are of saving tax in the short term. So what you often find is that people in an endeavor to not pay tax in the early part of their retirement, they draw down on all the other investments so that they uh, don't end up paying income tax on a relatively small amount that they draw from their retirement funds. The danger of that, of course, is that at the back end, they run out of that discretionary money and they're required to draw all of their needs from their retirement fund, which effectively means that they pay tax at a very much higher rate on average on that drawdown from that living annuity. So what we tend to look at is what is the tax burden over a lifetime and try and minimize that rather than just in a particular year. So it's a, it's a very much long-term planning that comes into effect. There's also a, a problem that one could face down the line that is called a liquidity um, uh, problem, but we'll, we'll get into that a little later. Craig, could you elaborate on why a sustainable income should be the top priority? Yeah, look, I think it, you want to be sure that you're, you don't run out of money. Um, but that's a luxury I think very few retirees can afford. And, and what I mean by that, there's some guidelines that one shouldn't draw more than sort of four to five percent of their funds per annum, um, which means that that money potentially should last in perpetuity. But not everyone has the luxury of drawing that little from their retirement fund and being able to maintain the lifestyle they want to live. Very often, people would need or retirees would need to draw much higher proportion from the investment, which means that it does lose value in real terms over time. So it's not really a straight line percentage for most people, unless they you know, have more than enough, then it can be a straight line. But in most cases that we deal with, um, it's a number that uh, potentially can increase as a percentage um, as they get older in terms of their drawdown from their living annuity. Earlier, you mentioned the liquidity problem. Could you tell us what it is and how it occurs? Yeah, so following on from what we've been discussing, imagining that um, you're needing, let's call it 25,000 rand per month in retirement, 
um, and but you only have a million rand in a retirement fund. Uh, the law doesn't allow you to draw more than 17.5% of the value of that fund per annum. So that would equate to you know 175,000 rand per annum uh, as opposed to the 300,000 rand per annum that is required. So although you actually have more than 300,000 invested, the law only allows you to access 175,000 rand a year. That's what we commonly call a liquidity problem. The money is there, but you just can't access it. Can this problem be avoided? And if so, at what cost? It, it can be, I wouldn't say avoided in every instance, but it certainly can be postponed. Um, and it can. you can take measures through careful tax planning. And, and what I mean by that is in, in the early years, um, you would essentially be forced to, if you, let's assume you only had a retirement fund. And in the early years, you would potentially draw more than you needed. Yes, you would have to pay tax on that additional cash that you drew, but you would save that in a discretionary account, even a bank account. The idea being that that excess that you build up in those early years would then supplement the shortfall that you have in the later years when you are hit by that uh, that 17.5% ceiling. So it does involve careful tax planning. Um, it's not always necessary if a retiree has other sources of income or other investments, um, it could well be that they never actually have a liquidity problem. But that all comes out in the planning process. Craig, what are some of the effective strategies for balancing tax optimization and a sustainable income in retirement? Yeah, again, it comes down to you know having a documented plan that's being revisited. Uh, so very often people that uh, hit these uh, these um, liquidity constraints have hit them because they haven't stuck to the plan that they themselves put in place. Uh, for example, they've decided that they want to move uh, home and they need to access some discretionary income to pay for a more expensive house than they were than they're currently living in, for example. And that comes with the effect of removing that discretionary income and making them solely reliant on their retirement uh, fund money. Um, so it, it, it all boils down to, again, having a plan and, and sticking to it as far as possible. What advice would you give someone starting to plan for retirement in terms of tax strategies? Yeah, so I think the important thing there is uh, you need to look at it as a couple um, and you need to maximize tax efficiency as early as possible and for as long as possible. You know, so what a lot of people get concerned about is, well, if I only have money in a retirement fund, I'm not going to have liquidity when I retire. But the the reality is that once people get into their sort of uh, into their fifties, uh, at the top of their game in terms of earning potential, they have uh, a lifestyle that becomes a lot more manageable because the kids have grown up, they've been educated, they've finished university, and also at that time, normally the bonds are are, are paid up. So there's a lot more disposable income in the last sort of 10 years of a typical work life. And that can be used to 
bolster liquidity uh, quite substantially. And then, of course, you mustn't forget that when you retire, you can access a third of your retirement fund, uh, obviously with tax consequences, which need to be thought out quite carefully. Um, and that can also be added to your discretionary fund. So it's just a, a question then, I suppose, of uh, maximizing tax efficiency in every possible year that you can. Once you've done that, if there is available cash, use that to settle debt. And then the liquidity can come later. Liquidity is not something we would be deeply concerned about very early on in a uh, in the retirement plan. Craig, I just thought of one last thing. Um, if someone was over-contributing to their retirement funds, um, how would that play out in the scenario? There'd be no disadvantage for them whatsoever. In fact, there'd be a number of advantages in that those over-contributions roll over um, indefinitely until uh, you know you do retire from the fund, in which case um, those can be withdrawn without any uh, tax consequences and moved into a discretionary fund. Um, so really no disadvantage to doing that. Uh, there's probably the biggest disadvantage is under contributing to your retirement fund. Because once that tax year has come and gone, you can't get that uh, tax back on that contribution. So, you know, we tend to uh, encourage clients just to err on the side of uh, over-contributing slightly in a year than than under-contributing if they're not exactly sure what the income's going to be, you know, uh, for that year. All right. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode, Craig. Great pleasure. Thank you. That was Craig Tor, who is a certified financial planner at Crew Invest. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Rules Podcast. To listen to more, go to moneyweb.co.za or the MoneyWeb app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates. MoneyWeb, your trusted source for business and investment insights.